When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Padres Post Game Show on the Padres Radio Network. Coming up, we'll deliver a full recap of today's game with highlights. Plus, we'll take you down to the manager's office to hear from Bob Melvin. And we'll give you an update on scores from around Major League Baseball. The Padres Post Game Show starts now on the Padres Radio Network. We are live here at Petco Park, the final score in the first game of this two-game series between the Padres and the Seattle Mariners, the Mariners 4 and the Padres 1. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game coverage from inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. Final totals in this one here tonight for the Mariners, four runs, eight hits, no errors, they left on five. And for the Padres, four runs, four hits, no errors, they left on six. Sam Levitt with you inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Petco Park with the defeat. Padres dropped to 28 and 33. Mariners improved to 530 and 30 with the win. A lot to do on our post-game coverage. We'll have the full game recap and highlights coming up for you. We'll also go back down to the clubhouse here at Petco Park. Here's some post-game reaction from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Give out our nightly awards and much, much more to get to as we wrap this one up. But the main story, the Mariners getting some runs, the Padres again in what has become a theme over the last couple of weeks after a day where they scored five runs and did a lot of good things off Lee against the Cubs yesterday. Well, here today, Padres had just one run on four hits. They did have opportunities, went 0 for 8 with runners in scoring position. Mariners went 2 for 6. A number of different spots where the Padres could have cashed in in opportunities, but they could not find a way to get it done Padres have not won three in a row and this would have only been two in a row but just to give you an idea of how hard it's been to really get any momentum game by game for this team they've not won three in a row since April 29th to May 1st and the Padres I'm going to give you a a lot of numbers a little bit later in the show but this is becoming a real theme where the Padres show a lot of good signs offensively and then the next night We see sort of the same old story. The issues with runners in scoring position looms in a major way here tonight. 0 for 8 with runners in scoring position. Uh, Joe Musgrove was solid. Five innings, one run given up, but he threw 102 pitches in those five innings. Struck out eight. The bullpen was up and down. Brent Honeywell giving up a home run to Teoscar Hernandez in the sixth inning. That ended up being the difference maker. Mariners took a 2-1 lead. Got two more in the eighth inning, but again, really didn't matter because the pod Padres never had much going offensively. They scored a run in the third on a weak RBI ground out off the bat of Fernando Tatis Jr. But aside from that, that was all the scoring for the Padres here tonight. So that was the story in this one. We have a lot to do. Post-game recap highlights here from Bob Melvin and much more to do. Again, the final score in the opener of this mini two-game series here at Petco Park. The Mariners 4 and the Padres 1. Our post-game show continues when we come back to Petco Park and the Padres Radio Network. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yo, Black, it's time. Word. Word, it's time. It's time. Yeah, yeah. 
time, man. Alright, Yeah. Straight out the f***ing dungeons of rap. Our post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score here tonight, the Seattle Mariners 4 and the San Diego Padres 1. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game show from inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building in downtown San Diego overlooking Petco Park. Great to have you with us on this Tuesday evening. Another frustrating night for the Padres and their offense as the Padres score just one run on four hits in this game. Padres again dropped to 28-33 and back to five games below 500 mariners improved to 530 and 30 a lot to do on our post game show we'll go back to the clubhouse here at petco park here from padres manager bob melvin coming up in just a little bit but first let's recap the way this one went here tonight with our game highlights let's go through the biggest moments from today's game with our game highlights presented by the new el cajon ford commercial service center servicing all fords up to f750s and motorhomes our starting pitching matchup logan gilbert against joe musgrove both put up zeros in the first two innings in the top of the third musgrove recorded the first two outs before walking jp crawford julio rodriguez singled ty france was next Swing and a ground ball up the middle. Kim to his left. Can't get there. It'll go to left center for a base hit. Crawford rounding third. He's going to score. Rodriguez will stop at third base. An RBI single for Ty France. A little bit of a two-out rally here. Mariners going to take a 1-0 lead. Certainly a two-out rally with the walk and a couple of singles. Musgrove struck out Jared Kelnick to end the inning, limiting the damage to just a single run. In the bottom half, Rugnet Odor led off the inning with a double. Austin Nola walked. Ha-Sung Kim sacrificed him over to second and third base. Fernando Tatis Jr. then brought Odor home with a weak grounder to first base. That tied the game at one. Juan Soto grounded out to end the inning, leaving Nola stranded at third base. And leaving runners in scoring position would become a theme in this game. Joe Musgrove threw a scoreless fourth inning and fifth inning. He struck out eight, but he was at 102 pitches after five innings. That was it for Joe. Five innings, just one run given up. Logan Gilbert also was through five innings with just that one run allowed, but the big difference, he was at just 62 pitches. Brent Honeywell replaced Musgrove in the sixth inning. He got the first two outs, but then it was Teoscar Hernandez. Pitch from Honeywell is hit in the air to deep left center field. Racing back Fernando at the wall, looking up, going to go. A home run for Teoscar Hernandez to put the Mariners back in front. His 10th of the year, it's 2-1 Seattle. And lucky for him, the previous pitch was only ball three. The Padres rallied in the bottom half against Gilbert. Fernando Tatis Jr. hit a one-out double. Manny Machado walked with two men away, but Gilbert struck out Gary Sanchez to end the threat. Tom Cosgrove pitched the scoreless top of the seventh inning. Gilbert did the same in the bottom half. In the top of the eighth inning, Seattle still leading 2-1. to one. Stephen Wilson came on. Julio Rodriguez led off. First pitch on the way to Rodriguez is hit in the air to very deep left field. Soto will jog back, look up, and watch it fly. Second deck in left field, a no-doubter for Julio Rodriguez. He's 11th of the year. Second home run of the night for the Mariners, and they've got their biggest lead of the night. It's 3-1. Ty France then doubled with one out. It was Teoscar Hernandez again. One pitch is hit off the end of the bat through the right side, and a base hit. France is rounding third. He's going to be waved. Dixon comes up throwing. His throw to the plate, not in time. An RBI single for Teoscar Hernandez. 4-1 Seattle here in the eighth. 
Mariners had that 4-1 lead going to the to the uh, bottom of the eighth inning. Matt Carpenter, Hassan Kim, Fernando Tatis Jr. went down in order against Andres Munoz out of the Seattle bullpen. We went to the ninth inning. Mariners still leading 4-1. In the bottom half, Paul Seawald came on for Seattle. He gave up a leadoff single to Juan Soto, struck out Manny Machado, Gary Sanchez walked. So the Padres have the tying run at the plate with one out. Jake Cronenworth then struck out for out number two. The game was left up to Brandon Dixon. Runners will go. And the 3-2 to Dixon is muscled up the middle on the ground. It rolls out to Caballero. Long throw to first is in time. And the ball game is over. Padres make a little bit of noise in the bottom of the ninth inning. They get the tying run to the plate. But Brandon Dixon grounds to second to end it. And the Mariners take game one of the series by a final of 4-1. to one. A little bit of noise, but not enough as the Padres fall 4-1. to one. Again, the Padres now 28-33 on the year. Mariners improve to 500. They're 30-30. And, 30. and again, the big number that stood out in this game, Padres win a combined 0-for-8 with runners in scoring position, an issue once again here tonight. Let's hear some post-game reaction from the skipper, Bob Melvin. Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard, the Cook's Engine Resource. Bob, it looked like Joe had some pretty good stuff tonight. It just seemed like there were a couple situations with two outs where the pitch count really ran up on him. Yeah, they make him work through over, over 100 pitches in five innings, so that's enough as far as that goes, but leaves the game with one run. Eight strikeouts, walk, stuff was good again, second time in a row, pretty similar. Gilbert's stuff tonight, the fastball-slider combination, he also had a splitty, it, just super tough tonight. Uh, what did you think of your at-bats against It was the he- elevated fastball that was giving us the most trouble. You know, he pitches to the top of the zone with that, throws a slider kind of out of the same tunnel, um, and does have a split, has a curveball as well, so... You know, look at both both starters pitched well. He outlasted ours a little bit. We gave up some runs, which a little bit out of character for our bullpen. But when you only score run, one run, you put a lot of pressure on it. He was a guy coming in with his splits. It seemed like if you get him in the stretch position, you, you have a chance to take advantage of him. But you weren't able to tonight. Yeah, we would. We get yeah, we got three hits off him. A couple walks, but. You know, had some situations where we had a chance, especially in the ninth inning as well. Unfortunately, couldn't get the big hit. Bob, it's something that the relievers won't ever cop to, but you've mentioned it a couple times. What is the effect of them constantly pitching in one-run games? Or It's hard, but, I mean, you know, you look at our numbers overall, I think our bullpen numbers are as good as anybody in the National League. So, you know, they, they they can't think about that. They just have to go out there and pitch and try to limit the damage. And, you know, they've done a good job overall. Um, we just haven't supported them well enough. Nola and Kim bunting in the third. Is that you guys are going to try to get w- one run there? Yeah. Well, we're trying to get, you you know, with, with Kim's, we got two two base runners there. So we're, you know, we're, look, we're against a pretty good pitcher. We're, we're trying to get our big boys up and score a couple runs. Has it always been more frustrating this recent stretch given some of the performances that you've turned in offensively and kind of the way you've stacked up runs and then not been able to do so consistently? That's that's kind of, for, I would say, frustrating as a team is that we play a good game and then we don't follow it up. And, you know, we've talked often about we got to put together, you know, several good games in a row to 
get on a run and, and feel a little bit better about ourselves. Um, we haven't we haven't been able to get play two in a row really. Just to clarify on the the Kim Bunt, that was your decision, his decision. Yep. Had a, yeah. Um, Honeywell was that his ankle? That. Yeah, he just I think he hit the his landing spot just a little funky on one, but he was fine after that. After the wins, like the next day, any difference in preparation, energy, anything coming in? Look, it's about it's about performing in the games. So we we do a lot of preparation stuff. Um, you know, you try to mix it up some, but at the end of the day, it's how you perform during the games, and we haven't been able to do it consistently. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from down by the clubhouse here at uh, Petco Park as the Mariners win this game 4-1 to one over the San Diego Padres. And, you know, we heard Bob Melvin talk there and, and get asked about the offensive inconsistency. This team doing really what they did the last couple of days, right? Putting together a, a really nice offensive game, five runs yesterday, and following it up with a game here tonight, one run on four hits. Well, here's what really sums it up. The Padres have scored five or more runs in their last five wins in every game that followed, the run total has either been one or two. And it's only been two one time. So again, Padres have scored five or more runs in their last five wins. But the game after, the run total has been one or two. And that's why this has alternated win-loss, 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 win-loss. And there's really been no momentum day-to-day. Uh, it has been paired with the inconsistent offense. And again, the Padres have not won three in a row since April 29th to May 1st. Another thing that Bob Melvin talked about there was Joe Musgrove throwing a lot of pitches. And he did 102 pitches in five innings here today. And that was a really big difference in this game because through five innings, Logan Gilbert and Joe Musgrove had the same line five innings, one run given up. But Joe had 102 pitches, and Gilbert had 62 pitches under his belt. That meant the Padres had to go deeper into the bullpen. Brent Honeywell pitching the sixth inning gives up the home run, and the bullpen as a whole uh, gives up three runs total. So that was a major factor in this game, the the fact that the Mariners were able to uh, drive up the pitch count. Musgrove did strike out eight in this game, so that was part of it, but the Mariners got him up to 102 pitches in five innings. Padres uh, only had, again, Gilbert at 62 through five. But even in the later innings, I mean, the Padres trailed by just one after the sixth inning, uh, just three after the, the middle of the eighth inning, and the Padres just have not shown an ability game in, game out to mount comebacks. Padres now, when trailing after six innings, are 3-26 and when trailing after seven, 2-27 and when trailing after eight, 1-26. and so uh, we'll see if the offense can uh, bounce back tomorrow. That's what we've seen. Uh, it's been one good game, one not-so-good game. One good game, one not-so-good game. And again, that number I read off where the Padres, again, have scored five or more runs in their last five wins. But every one of those wins now has been followed up by just a run or two from the offense. So if you're sitting there thinking, huh, that's kind of a trend, well, it matches the eye test, the numbers. Um, we'll see. Hope well, you, Now you hope the trend continues tomorrow and the Padres have a good offensive day. A lot to do on our post-game show. We'll continue to break this one down, give out our nightly awards. We'll also uh, 
take a full look at the out-of-town scoreboard and much, much more to come. Again, the final score in game one of this mini two-game series between the Mariners and the Padres. Mariners four, Padres one. Our post-game show continues from Petco Park after this on the Padres Radio Network. Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Again, the final score here tonight, the Mariners 4 and the Padres 1. Sam Levitt with you inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. Great to have you with us on this Tuesday evening. Padres wrap up this homestand and this mini two-game series against Seattle tomorrow at 1.10 p.m. Much more on that game coming up a little bit later. For now, a lot to break down from this ball game here tonight as the Padres score just one run on four hits they did have a lot of opportunities in this game uh, 0 for 8 with runners in scoring position mariners went two for six in that department here tonight padres had a runner on second base one out in the second did not score runners on first and second with nobody out just scored a run in the uh runner on second one out in the sixth inning uh, did not score, and then two on, one out in the ninth inning, did not score. And a lot of those situations, uh, the guys that you would want up in those scenarios, whether it was Manny Machado or Juan Soto or Jake Cronenworth, could not find a way to drive in those runs. And again, this seesaw offense, I think that's a, a good way to put it, a seesaw offense right now. One up, one down, one up, one down, and it has been that way. You look at just the last eight games, and again, the high run numbers here will be the wins the really low numbers are the losses in fact every one run i'm about to read off that's a loss last eight games padres run totals nine runs one run ten runs one run six runs one run five runs one run so it has truly been a seesaw offense where it looks for one day like everything's coming together and then the next day, it's just uh, not there. And, and in a lot of cases, very winnable games. Uh, this one included here tonight. Joe Musgrove, again, through a lot of pitches, through five innings, one earned run given up, 102 pitches through five innings, but uh, kept this a tie game. And the bullpen did give up three runs. But again, the Padres had opportunities in this game. Could not find a way, for the most part, to cash in. Let's tell you about our ace pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's ace pitcher of the game. Brought to you by the Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg. All your grilling and barbecue needs are inside the Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. Our ace pitcher of the game here tonight, we have to go with Logan Gilbert, who is really, really good in this game for Seattle. Picks up the win, seven innings, one earned run given up, three hits allowed, walk two, struck out six, 97 pitches, very, very efficient outing for Logan Gilbert. He was terrific in this game, and again, aside from a run that scored in the third inning on a very weak ground out off the bat of Fernando Tatis Jr., Padres did not get another run against him, so... Hats off to Logan Gilbert. You know, he had to deal with trouble a couple of times, base runners in this game, really a few times, and found his way out of it for the most part. Seven strong innings in this win for Seattle for Logan Gilbert. 
As always, if you want to get involved on our post-game show, you can do that by tweeting at us at 973thefansd, or on my Twitter, SammyLev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V, or you can find me on Instagram, SammyLev there as well, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. Let me know your thoughts about this game. I might just read your thoughts on the air. Let's take a wider look at the major leagues, tell you who went deep today with our home run tally. Which players went deep tonight? This is our MLB Home Run Tally, presented by Mr. Moto Pizza, bringing back the old New York pizzeria experience with fresh, funky, thin-crest gourmet pies and the original stuffed knots. With eight locations in San Diego, find your favorite at MrMotoPizza.com. We take a look at the players that went deep tonight around the major leagues. At the moment, we have 34 home runs hit. And here they are for Arizona, Paven Smith hit his sixth home run. For Atlanta, Ozzie Albies, his 13th home run. For Baltimore, Aaron Hicks and Ryan O'Hearn went deep. For Chicago, the White Sox, Sebi Zavala hit two home runs, number two and three on the season for Zavala. Mauricio Dubon hit his second home run for the Astros earlier today. For the Angels, Shohei Otani hit number 16. Taylor Ward hit number seven. J.D. Martinez, number 15 for the Dodgers. Freddie Freeman, number 11. Jesus Sanchez, number five for Miami. For the Mets today, Francisco Lindor hit number 11. Pete Alonso hit number 22. Josh Donaldson, his fourth home run for the Yankees. For the A's, Shea Langliers, and uh, his eighth home run. Jace Peterson, two home runs, a five-hit day for Peterson. More on him later. Home runs four and five. Brent Rooker hit his 12th home run for the A's as well. For the Phillies, Kyle Schwarber hit number 16. For Seattle, Teoscar Hernandez, Julio Rodriguez, and this game both went deep for St. Louis. It was Nolan Arenado, number 11, Wilson Contreras, number 7, Jordan Walker, number 3 for the Cardinals. For Tampa Bay, Luke Rayleigh and Jose Siri went deep for Texas, Nathaniel Lowe, and Adolis Garcia hit his home hit home runs, his 15th of the season for Garcia. For Toronto, George Springer hit his ninth Dalton Varsho, number 11, Bo Bichette hit number 13, and for the Nationals, Stone Garrett and Lane. Thomas went deep. It was a grand slam for Garrett in a win against the Diamondbacks. And that's a look at the home run tally again in total here today. 34 home runs at the moment in the major leagues. We'll step aside here on our post-game show on the Padres Radio Network, come back with much more, give out some more nightly awards, full out-of-town scoreboard. Might play uh, some uh, clips again from Bob Melvin in case you missed it. Take your phone calls. Coming up as well, phone number to call is always 833-288-0973. Phone number is always 833-288-0973. Again, the final, Seattle 4, San Diego 1. Our post-game show continues when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. Our post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score, the Mariners 4 and the Padres 1. Sam Levitt with you inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park as we wrap this one up. Petco Park has emptied out, but I am here with you as always on this Tuesday evening. Big thank you to Braden Soprenit, Matt Scraby filling in for me the last uh, few days. I was out of town. Uh, 
uh, for a good reason. So uh, that was uh, a nice time to uh, get some time off. But good to be back here tonight as the Padres fall 4-1 to one in this series opener against the Seattle Mariners. We will get to your phone calls here coming up in a second. 833-288-0973. Again, phone number 833-288-0973. Have a tweet here from uh, Exotic Goldfish on Twitter. I like that uh, username. Funny username. Anyway, here uh, was the tweet. Uh, exotic goldfish saying i was at the game tonight bottom of the ninth inning two down and the fans are going crazy because it's san diego the fans seem so committed on a tuesday night at 6 40 when will the fans get the support that they so easily give the padres and i read it because look it was another great crowd here tonight Forty thousand plus in the building 22nd sellout of the season here at petco park but the Padres are 12-18 and 18 now here at Petco Park. It's something we've talked about really a lot. And uh, they've had struggles at home and struggle times to score runs. It's been uh, the same thing on this homestand with some nights, uh, the offense being there. Some nights it has not been there. And unfortunately here tonight was the latter. But, hey, the fans continue to bring it. And uh, shout-out to all the fans out there. 22 sellouts now in a grand total of 30 openings here at Petco Park. It continues to be incredibly impressive, and uh, hopefully the fortunes uh, change on the field uh, here at Petco Park pretty soon. I do want to uh, take some of your phone calls here tonight. Again, the phone number, 833-288-0973. We will have our nightly awards coming up. We have a couple of those to give out. Out Out-of-town scoreboard and more to do as we break down this 4-1 loss to the Seattle Mariners. Let's go to the phones now. We go to Josh, who's calling in from Ramona. Hi, Josh. You know what? I thought about it. I really don't want to do Josh, are you there? All right, Josh is not there. That is something that's happened now uh, a few times uh, last week or so, I would say. If you're waiting on hold, you got to pay attention when we're ready for you. We can't have uh, all kinds of conversations going on. So, Josh, if uh, you hear us, uh, we'll take you when you're ready. All right, so let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit SanDiegoFoodBank.org. Our relief pitcher of the game, certainly on the Mariners' side of things, there are a couple of really good options, Andres Munoz and Paul Seawald. Two scoreless innings out of the Seattle bullpen in this Seattle win. But tonight I'm going to make an exception, and I'm going to give it to Tom Cosgrove, who continues to do terrific things out of the Padres' bullpen. Scoreless seventh inning in this game here tonight. And Cosgrove, believe it or not, with the scoreless appearance in this game here tonight, he now has 13 consecutive scoreless appearances to begin his career That is the most consecutive scoreless appearances to begin a career in Padres franchise history, believe it or not. So because of that, let's give it to Tom Cosgrove here tonight. He has been wonderful out of the bullpen, really one of the big bright spots in the first half of the season for the Padres, what he continues to do, another scoreless outing here tonight. And again, 13 consecutive scoreless appearances to begin a career is a Padres franchise record. That is how good Tom Cosgrove has been. Shout out to Tom Cosgrove, who continues to do great work. But again, if you're looking at this game, 
Well, Munoz was great, uh, former Padre prospect. That was a part of the Austin Nola trade. One, two, three, eighth inning, struck out to Tees and Kim in that inning as well. And uh, then it was uh, Paul Seawald in the ninth inning did allow a couple of base runners. Padres got the tying runs to the plate, but the Padres could not get that uh, big hit when they needed it. Also in this game, Ty France, who was also part of that uh, Austin Nola trade, part of the package that went to Seattle. He had an RBI single in this game, a double and a run scored as part of that two-run eighth inning as well. All right, let's uh, go back to the phones. Let's go to Jamie, who's calling in from Chula Vista. Hi, Jamie. Yeah, on the way home from the ballpark, um, I was there Saturday with the 6-0 victory. I was there last night, 5-0 victory, and then, you know, tonight, the result. You know, um, it's beginning to feel like this is who who this team is. You know, um, we keep looking for something to change. You know, we get a little spark, and then, you know, we fall flat on our face the next night. Um it, it feels different from last season. You know, uh, last season didn't wasn't so inconsistent as, as things are, are now. Um, yeah, were we farther down because Dodgers were running away with it? But it just had a different feeling to it. And um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm optimistic. As always, I'm going to watch them tomorrow. I watch every game. It's just it's, it's very frustrating when you have your big bats Tatis, Machado, and, you know, Jake that normally comes through all strike out in the eighth and the ninth inning. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's the story of the season. You guys got you guys, you get guys on and you just can't seem to move over. Leave a lot of men on. It, it seems like we get most of our runs when we hit the home run. When the big hit happens, we tend to do well. But if we're expecting to win those close games, it just hasn't happened all season. Um I'm sure it's not effort. I, I'm sure it's not the way the team's being managed. You know, it, it sometimes it doesn't go your way, and this season doesn't look, you know, I hope I'm wrong, but just it's been so inconsistent. For I mean, we have enough of a sample, you know, and you gave statistics on, 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 on the way things have been on, at home, on the road. You know, when you win one with a bunch of runs, the next game you could – you know, I was sitting with my dad. I'm telling him, you know what? We're probably going to score a run because we're due for a run because we scored five the night before, six on Saturday, one on Sunday. I think we scored ten and with the Marlins, and the next day we couldn't score again. So it, it's just – I don't know. It, it just doesn't feel the same as last season. Last season it was electric. It was it was a, a pretty good season. This season, I, I don't know. I hope I'm wrong. Um, but – you know, it, I know everybody keeps saying it's a very long season, 162 games. Yes, that is true. But Machado carried us last season, and this season, you know, he's only he's hitting what 230 maybe now, and five home runs. No hurt. I know, you know, there's reason why things happen, but it, it just seems very quiet. It's yeah. it's not a let me tell you, being there and all those sellouts and fans are in it and they're excited. They want this team to succeed. I'm sure not more than the players do and, and management and what have you. It, I don't know. We keep looking for that spark, and we can't get yeah. more than one win at a time now, it seems like. Yeah. 
Yeah, Jamie, appreciate the call, and, and you said a lot there, and, and I think, look, I, I totally understand everything you're feeling. Um, look, the, the sample size is not small anymore. I mean, we're no longer early in the season. Are we in the first half? Yes, but tonight was game number 61. We're heading towards game 70, 80, uh, halfway through the season now. We're, we're at this point quite a bit beyond the uh, third of the way mark. So, um, look, to this point, and it doesn't make me happy to say this, but this team has been kind of who they are, like you were saying. I mean, it's been very inconsistent, especially on the offensive side. I mean, again, all you got to do is look at the last eight, nine games and look at the run totals. I'll read them off again. I I did it earlier, right? Uh, Going back to May 30th, nine runs in a win, one run in a loss, ten runs in a win, one run in a loss, six runs in a win, one run in a loss, five runs in a win last night, one run and a loss here today. Um, it has been up and down and, and what we called it earlier, a, a seesaw offense. And, you know, look, two things can be true at once. Is there time to turn this thing around? Yes. But at the moment, if the Padres can't find a way to be more consistent offensively, then it's going to be hard to get back to that 500 mark, or I should say it'll be, Uh, an upward climb for a while here i mean what it takes now because of the hole the padres are in five games below 500 here on june 6th they need to go on a run they need momentum they need to be able like bob melvin said earlier during the post-game press conference they need the ability to string together not one game not two games not three games four five six seven and so on games of good offense and it has just not happened to this point. Doesn't mean it can't happen, but I think, and you said a lot there, Jamie, but I think the overarching point, you actually hit on kind of the feeling. Uh, I, I could sense it in your voice, the, the confusion. Um, I'm there with you. Uh, it, it's been a, a very confusing 61 game so far for, for an offense that, with the names that are, that are in this lineup, should be able to produce more consistently and look it's been a night-to-night basis i mean uh manny machado is a good example i'm just not to single out manny but just looking at what he did yesterday and here today a little bit of a microcosm of the issue right now yesterday manny has three hits really involved in all the rallies the padres had here today three strikeouts and a walk didn't have a base hit uh came up uh you know, uh, leading off an inning a couple of times, came up in that ninth inning with the leadoff man on, struck out. So that's just a little microcosm of, of really the the wider issue of one night, it looking like things are starting to take off, and the next night, it's kind of the same old story. The issues with runners in scoring position, Padres went 0 for 8 with runners in scoring position in this game. So, you know, I, I've said this for weeks now. I wish I had the answers. I don't. Um, and I, I hope the offense finds that rhythm night to night. It can happen. There's plenty of time for it to happen, but through 61 games, it has not happened yet, and uh, we'll see if uh, they can uh, get it going. I mean, by the, the most recent trends the last week or so, I mean, you would imagine the Padres will have a very good offensive day tomorrow, right? One could hope. All right, let's tell you about tonight's player of the game. 
Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. Our player of the game here tonight, we will go with the Mariners' Teoscar Hernandez, who had the home run in the sixth inning against Brent Honeywell. A solo home run gave the Mariners a 2-1 to lead. He would later make it 4-1 to with an RBI single in the eighth inning. So for the home run in the sixth inning, RBI base hit in the eighth inning to extend the lead and really put this game away for the Mariners. Teoscar Hernandez is our player of the game. And again, Logan Gilbert on the pitching side of things, certainly a great candidate as well. We give Gilbert ace pitcher of the game. We'll give Hernandez our player of the game. And we'll step aside here on the Padres Radio Network. When we come back, we'll take a very full look at the out-of-town scoreboard. A lot of action around the major leagues here today. Plus, we'll uh, finish up with any phone calls you want to get in, 833-288-0973. The phone number, again, 833-288-0973. 0973. Post game show continues when we come back. Again, the final Mariners 4, Padres 1. We come back in a moment on the Padres Radio Network. Continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Again, the final score here tonight, the Seattle Mariners 4 and the San Diego Padres 1. Sam Levitt with you inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park as, again, the Padres drop this first game of a mini two-game series to Seattle. These two teams will wrap up this two-game set tomorrow, then an off day on Thursday. Padres begin a three-game series in Colorado against the Rockies on Friday. We will take a full look at the out-of-town scoreboard coming up in just a moment, so stay tuned for that. But I do want to get to some uh, more of your phone calls here while we have some time. Let's go to J.J., who's calling in from Menifee. Hi, J.J. How's it going, sir? Doing well. How are you? All right. I'm just leaving the game tonight. Um, Drove all the way down from Menifee. uh, Watched the game with my cousin of mine. Um, What I've seen through this year with their offense and the stuff that I've seen on Twitter. I don't know if you're aware of all the stuff that's being said on Padres Twitter, but it, to me, um, I get from the outside looking in, it just feels like there's a lot of people that are um, taking hero swings. And a lot of guys that are trying to win the ball game by themselves instead of trusting the guys behind them and, and doing the little things like team ball, um, yeah. putting the ball in play, um, just making contact and moving runners over and stuff like that. That's something that I wish we could do more of, and I feel like that's something that's missing. I don't know if you agree or not. Yeah, yeah, JJ, look, I, I think the concept of, of more team at bats and just trying to move the line and, you know, hit balls into the outfield and hit them hard and line drives and just focusing on base hits, that's, you know, that that that's, you know, I, uh, perhaps a fair assessment. Um, look, I, I never sit here on the postgame show and try to be the – the hitting guru because it's it's just not me and make it like I you know can break down every approach I see but but look uh, with two strikes there are some swings and misses and the bottom line is this just by the numbers um, look when this team struggles to score runs it's been a lack of being able to move the line so you know as far yes, as sir. you know having having more team at bats and and you know and and trying to you know just put the ball in play i mean i I think that's you know i think that's 
fair. Again, I, I, I try to avoid being the hitting guru and talk about yes, approach sir. and two-strike approach, things like that. But the concept of team at-bats and, and moving the line, um, look, I, I think based on the offensive struggles, that's you know that can be an assessment. And then, you know, we, you know, we talk about the, the hot and cold nature of the offense and the runs being scored. And I'm wondering, you know, are they, you know, satisfied with the previous night and they're just not as focused as the second night because they think that it's going to happen again uh, instead of just having that workmanlike, you know, um, attitude of, well, hey, man, let's, let's, let's get this done. Let's not rest on yeah. our morals. Like, you know. Yeah, JJ, you know, look, appreciate the call. I, you know, look, I don't think it's – Something where, you know, they're saying, all right, well, we scored uh, six runs last night. Don't need any here tonight. I mean, I don't think it's that. I don't know if it's coincidence. I don't know if there's any rhyme or reason to it. Why, especially lately, I mean, especially the last eight, nine games, it has been so hot and cold. I, I don't know if it's coincidence or if there's some sort of reason to it. And that's the really hard part to figure out. Um, because you're right, you would think they would be able with the talent in this lineup, and this has been sort of the question all year of of getting everything clicking at once for an extended period of time. And look, to this point, it just has not happened for whatever reason. And why it's been so seesaw lately with the you know the one run games after the wins. I don't know. I wish I had the answer, but, you know, right now uh, it's just been that way. Let's go to Easy Money in Escondido. Easy Money, how are you? Give me something to smile about, Easy Money. I know you can do it. Hey, Sammy Lev. Thanks for taking my te- my call. Um, I've been a fan since I was a kid. First game I ever went to was in 1999. You're doing a great job, man. I know it's hard day in and day out what you're doing. Welcome back. By the way, I know you took a small vacation and we missed you. So, honestly, we've always been out of it by the All-Star game, you know. And right now, it looks like we're out of it. But it's happened before to teams that have won the World Series. And if anybody is a real Padre fan, right now is the time to go buy your ticket for the World <laughs> Series and put your money down. Because when we win it, you have the right, right to be like, I was there when we were at the bottom. So, I, I went to put down $100. I was like, I'm not worried, man. I'm, we'll be there. Well, easy money. Uh, I, my prediction was correct. You would give me something to uh, smile about. Appreciate the call. And I, I knew easy money would be positive. I, I've had a chance to meet uh, easy money here <laughs> here in the uh, loft before, and he's always in a good mood. Um, you know, look, I, I, there's a long way to go. Um, you know, there's a lot of, you know, teams in the National League that have not played all that well. Here's the only thing I'll say and why it is starting to become pretty imperative for the Padres to get things pointing in the right direction. Look, the Padres aren't out of anything. They're seven games out of the division here today. Seven games out on June 6th, you're not out of it. Okay, far from it. You go on a hot stretch, you cut that that down to four or three games, something like that, you're right back in it. Okay, so this thing is a long way from over. Two things can be true at once. It can be a long way from over, and through 61 games, it's been an underwhelming start, and that's no secret to anybody. It's no secret to anybody inside that clubhouse. But here's the only thing I'll say, and I'm looking at the wild card standings right now. And again, it's June 6th. Okay, this is really early in that sense to be looking at wild card standings and really looking at it. But the Padres tonight are four and a half games 
out of a final wild card spot. And they have one team tied with them and then three teams in between them. So right now it goes L.A., the, the first wild card, Miami, the second, Pittsburgh, the third. Then after that, everybody on the outside looking in. San Francisco, New York, Philadelphia, Cincinnati, and the Padres. So, look, I'm not trying to get crazy here on June 6th looking at wild card standings, but the bottom line is that gap is widening, and there are teams between the Padres and those wild card spots. So, look, it's no secret. Padres have to start playing better on a consistent basis and winning more games and going on a run. Five games below 500 on June 6th. That's not that's not getting into the postseason. Now, I think we all still expect this team to turn it around and get there some way, somehow. But at the current moment, with where they are and this win-loss nature and the inability to string some wins together, well, like I said earlier, just getting back to 500 could take a while if you can't string some wins together. So that's the reality right now. It doesn't make me happy or, or make me smile to say it, but right now um, the Padres are five games below 500. We'll see if they can go on that run at some point here soon. Let's take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard, tell you what's been going on on this Tuesday in the Major Leagues. Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the out-of-town scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. Taking a look at the scores from around the major leagues. Tampa Bay beat Minnesota 7-0 in Tampa Bay earlier today. Luke Rayleigh, a two-run home run for the Rays in that one. Phillies beat the Tigers 1-0 in Philadelphia. Kyle Schwarber hit a leadoff home run for the Phillies. That was all they needed in that game as they win it 1-0. For the Marlins, they beat the Royals 6-1 in Miami. Luis Rise was 2-4 tonight. He's now hitting 4-0-1 on the year. Arizona beat Washington 10-5 in Washington earlier today. Haven Smith, a two-run home run in that game for the Diamondbacks. The A's beat the Pirates 11-2 in Pittsburgh earlier today. Jace Peterson, a two-run home run in that game. Uh, In fact, he had a couple of two-run home runs, one in the eighth inning and one in the ninth inning. The White Sox beat the Yankees 3-2 in New York earlier. Sebi Zavala had a solo home run in that game and a two-run home run in that game as well uh, for the Chicago White Sox. It was Toronto over Houston 5-1 in Toronto. George Springer, a two-run home run in that game for the Astros. Bo Bichette, also a solo home run for the Blue Jays. The Red Sox beat the Guardians 5-4 in Cleveland. The Reds beat the Dodgers 9-8 in Cincinnati after the Reds trailed 8-3. Matt McClain, the walk-off base hit. The pitch to McClain. Swing, and there's a fly ball. Left center field. This will get the job done. Hayward giving chase. It won't matter. It drops anyway. And here comes Stewart Fairchild to score the winning run. Matt McClain and the Reds walk it off, overcoming an 8-3 Dodger lead to beat the Dodgers 9-8 with three in the ninth. Tommy Thrall on the call, WLW in Cincinnati as the Reds win it 9-8. The Brewers beat the Orioles 4-3 in 10. Bryce Terang, a game-tying RBI single in the eighth inning for Milwaukee. Joey Weimer walk-off RBI base hit in the 10th for the Brew Crew. Rangers beat the Cardinals 6-4 in Texas earlier today. Nathaniel Lowe, a two-run home run in that game. Marcus Simeon, 
also a three-run double. Atlanta beat New York 6-4, the Braves over the Mets earlier today. Orlando Arcia had the go-ahead RBI hit in the sixth inning for Atlanta. The Giants beat the Rockies 10-4 in Colorado earlier today. And the Angels beat the Cubs 7-4 in Anaheim. Mike Trout, a two-run single in that game. Matt Theis, a go-ahead two-run single in that game as well. We told you about Shohei Otani also hitting a home run in that game for the Angels. And that's a look at the out-of-town scoreboard on this Tuesday. Taking a look at the final game of this two-game series between the Padres and Mariners tomorrow here at Petco Park. Daytime baseball tomorrow on Wednesday. First pitch tomorrow at 1.10 p.m. Our Eco Water SoCal Padres pregame show will begin at 12.10. Pitching matchup tomorrow, right-hander Michael Waka on the mound for San Diego. George Kirby, fellow right-hander on the mound for Seattle. And again, first pitch tomorrow at 1.10. Our pregame coverage begins at 12.10. 12-10. Taking a look at the final totals in this game here today. For the Mariners, four runs, eight hits, no errors. They left on five. And for the Padres, one run, four hits, no errors. They left on six. Winning pitcher was Logan Gilbert, who improves to four and three. Losing pitcher was Brent Honeywell, who drops to two and three. The save goes to Paul Seawald, his 12th of the year. Time of game, two hours and 38 minutes, and the crowd here at Petco Park on this Tuesday, the 22nd sellout of 2023, 40,395. That'll do it for our post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network. Again, first pitch tomorrow at 110. Arico Water SoCal Padres pregame show begins at 12:10. Until then, for our great studio coordinator, Frank Marchese, I'm Sam Levitt saying so long and good night. Again, the final score, the Seattle Mariners 4 and the San Diego Padres 1. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the Padres Radio Network.